Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible.com. Get your free audiobook download at audibletrial.com slash watchoutforfireballs. It's books for your iPhone, your Android, your Kindle, your crazy soul heart, whatever. We're cool. My name is Gary Butterfield. My name is Cole Ross. And you're listening to a Watch Out for Lens Flare Extrasode. Yes. And this week we are reading responses to uh, Dishonored, uh, which was the mm-hmm. most recent episode we did. Yes, indeed. And we're yeah. going to get uh, get started. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's right off the bat. Mm-hmm. We got some we got places to be. Um, <laughs> it's, holiday a, time. it's holiday time, damn it. Yeah, it's holiday time. Yeah. Uh, have, have a safe year. And families. Yeah. Um, yeah. So uh, we'll get started. I'll get started thing or get things started with Samuel, who says uh, via contact. He says, I just finished finished Dishonored, so I figured I'd get my comments in while it's still fresh in my mind. Normally when I play stealth games, they're more like shooters with an alarm going off in the background. <laughs> I played the first couple levels of Dishonored like this, then decided to just sneak past everything to the goals because I was starting to get bored. Suddenly, the game went from being decent to amazing, and by the end of the game, I was actually playing it like a stealth game. <sighs> really trying to sneak through the game shows off how great the map design is. Blinking around rooftops and rafters was fun as hell. Also, I love that Dishonored focused on a small set of powers that are all meaningful, and just enough resource scarcity that you have to think about how you're going to actually get through the game. And like any other awesome game, there are a bunch of small details that round out the experience. Thanks to some bone charms, Corvo could replenish his HP slash MP by drinking tap water, hmm. which might have been the most ghetto healing source I've seen in a game. Fallout yeah, 3. Fallout. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Toilet water, yeah. man. <laughs> yep, you have to drink that shit by the gallon. When you use the possession ability on a dog, after you leave its body, the dog comically barks all over. (laughs) Smashing glass bottles on the ground in front of the maid at the secret hideout never got old. (laughs) Uh, When I started Dishonored, I was dreading the inevitable monster-filled sewer level, but it actually wasn't too bad in this one. I would even go as far as to say that the fight against Granny Rags was pretty cool. I might just really, uh, I might just be really bad at recognizing voices, but I didn't realize that Susan Sarandon and Chloe Grace Moritz were in the game until the end credits. So Bethesda just wasted a shitload of money. I also didn't recognize Brad Dourif, but I can't imagine he cost that much. <laughs> um, also, according to the end credits, Quantic Dream handled the motion capture. Huh. No joke here. Just pointing out something cool in case you guys missed it. Yeah. Uh, finally, just to make sure I read between the lines right, Emily's Corvo's illegitimate daughter and the outsider is an old-ass whale, right? <laughs> right and right. Okay. Space whale. Space whale. All right. So so, so there's a bunch of stuff I want to address here. Thank you so much, Samuel. Um, yeah. so, so so, first off, um, that idea of like people's play style changing, like the entire game being a spectrum, that's probably the first I heard of somebody going from violent to stealth. But like the, the, just the idea that this game can accommodate that—that that it's yeah. that it's elastic—it's so good. Yeah, usually it's it's the other way. Like I feel like yeah. what is more likely to happen is you'll start stealthily and then get frustrated with a part. Yeah, and then just kind of yolo it. Um, but, yeah. but, but, yeah. but 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 just the idea, like, oh, that seems fun. Oh, it totally supports that, and it's more mm-hmm. fun. Cool. Yeah. Like I didn't know that I wanted to play this way, but this game allowing me to do it made me realize something about myself and the way I approach games. Yeah, another game that does a pretty good job of that, I think, is uh, Human Revolution, mm-hmm. other than the boss fights, which are you know, infamously bad. And I haven't played the director's cut that fixes those yet. Okay. Yeah. But, um, yeah, the original version of, De- or of Human Revolution does a really good job of supporting everything just about equally. Hmm. So Cool. Um, second uh, off, we never talked about possession. Um, because yeah, that we haven't talked really talk about a lot of the powers. Yeah, like, yeah. One of the things that we'll probably, and people will probably call us out on it, but I, I mentioned that power synergy shit. Like, infamously, you can do so many cool things. Yeah, you can, like, freeze time and then, like, possess somebody and put them in front of their own bullets. Yep. 
Yeah. Um, you know, attaching, I talked about attaching a mind to a, to a rat, um, which is, which is fun. Um, you know, possession is really interesting. You can't fire as an enemy, even possession too, you can take over an enemy, but you can't make them attack, but you can, uh, use it to get through things because you, you actually teleport with them. It's kind of weird. Hmm. Um, you know, when you unpossess somebody, you end up behind them in a perfect position to, to do what you will. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they all vomit. Yeah. Um, you can possess rats and go through shortcuts. There are events yeah, yeah. in all the areas. So if you want to go through an event, um, yeah, that's like how you it, do it. It's a whole new, like, it's like, it's like taking swimming in Deus Ex. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But yeah. I mean, I ended up using it in the, uh, the final tower, which oh. was the, in a kill everyone run. Like, you know, there are, like it doesn't, there aren't unlimited guards, but there are more that will spawn as you set off alarms and stuff. And yeah. the body count for the uh, the lighthouse for me at the end was, you know, I don't know, eighty five or ninety. Like there were a lot <laughs> yeah. of guards I had to kill. In, so. in contrast, I added it up. I killed twenty six things in the entire game. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, yep. So and that was just one level that eighty six or ninety. <laughs> yeah. My average was about sixty. Okay. So, per yeah. level. Huh. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so so thirdly. Um, I don't think that not noticing who is doing what voice is bad casting. I think that's great casting. Yeah. Yeah. Character actors, you know, I want that more than I want it. Like, that's why, you know, I never really want to hear, uh, like when Double Fine just announced that they had, um, like Elijah Wood, mm-hmm. right. For Double Fine Adventure. Like, I don't give a shit. Mm-hmm. And also I'm skeptical about his ability to disappear into the role. Yeah. Like he's going <laughs> to yeah. sound like Elijah Wood. Uh-huh. Why would you do that? Uh-huh. You know, why are you spending our, my money on that? Yeah. Double Fine. Yep. Stop same, same thing with the, with the with the mocap like good mocap you don't notice it like it just yeah. looks like really good animation it doesn't matter yep. that quantic dream did it yeah yeah <laughs> even though it's you know probably my favorite thing quantic dream has done so yeah <laughs> and yeah. fourthly um so so what evidence is there that uh, the outsider is an avatar of a whale god there is a book called uh, there's it's in a book they okay. talk about how he has a he has a leviathan like mm. he is the the he is what we can perceive like our, oh, okay. our, he's like, doing that thing, you know, our it, mind is forming him into a human. Yeah, the end of contact. Like yeah. I, I'm showing up in a form you're comfortable with. Okay. Yep, exactly. And he yeah. he's a he's a Leviathan, like an ancient Leviathan. Yeah. And then in the first um the very first, you know, uh somewhere else, mm-hmm. there's a giant space whale floating. Oh, okay. And you know, kind of in the background. Yeah. And that's what you know, that's what the the lore community says is him. Mm-hmm. If it's not him, there is a book that says that he is a giant Leviathan. Okay. And it I, gives him a nice motivation for wanting to see this empire crumble. Mm-hmm. Because you know? they're harvesting his kinfolk. Yeah. Yeah. Um so see, so yeah, I, I just I read that book, but I took it as allegory. I didn't take it as literal. Mm. Yeah. Like an allegorical Leviathan? But like, 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 like the mythical Leviathan that actually shows up in the Bible. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So yeah, but this this would be like like the well, Leviathan. Yeah, the, you would have the, the, to reevaluate the, the, the Leviathan in the Bible if Jesus came down and said hi to you. <laughs> like you know, everything in the Bible at that point would be you yeah, know, that's true. But but as, like the, the the Leviathan was like a gigantic beast that was a manifestation of evil and stuff, and we yeah. bound him, and you know, it was it ended up being tragic and whatnot. Yeah, 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 yeah. Huh. So Sam via contact, as distinct from Samuel. I'm sorry for putting you two next to each other. I assure you, you are two different Sams. Yeah, in case you weren't sure, <laughs> and, and none of you are driving boats. So uh, he says, "Dishonored is the first game I've played that allowed save scumming, but where it felt out of the spirit of the game to do so. My first playthrough focused on not killing." preferably by not being seen and it was frustrating to keep reloading because i was discovered not because it actually failed the game eg died my second playthrough killed uh, my second playthrough i killed almost everyone and it was a glorious change of pace mm. 
I wish the developers had found a way to encourage players like me to opt for more continuous play uh, the first time around. The game shines when you make the game a split-second choice uh, to run or kill, or uh, have to hedge your bets in a risky situation instead of trying five times. The game is built so that it makes your fuck-ups interesting instead of just failures, and I'd like to see more games built with that in mind. So I thought about that, too. Like, if, you know, knowing that not doing tons of, you know, uh, save scumming is the best way to play it. And I think I would resent it if the developers enforced it. Mm-hmm. What I what I would want is the same like turning off Vita Chambers. Yeah, like, I would I love know. it as a thing you could like opt into, mm-hmm. and they could just say it. Like there could be a loading screen that says, "Hey, this game plays best without using you know quick saves," and like it would be out of like the you're know, usually that's not really within the voice mm-hmm. of of the loading like the tooltips, but they could you know encourage you in that way because if they just disabled disabled quick save and quick load and went to a checkpoint system, that would be frustrating. Like I could see that being yeah. you know. Like I want to be able to save whenever like I want. Like Bioshock Infinite. Yeah. Yep. yep. Yeah. Or <laughs> or like uh, Shadowrun Returns or any. You know, I want to be able to save whenever I want. Mm-hmm. Like I I like games that will trust you to make the right decision for those mechanical things, but there needs to be something that that communicates it. Yep. You know. So. so reading this question, I had a thought. I think that the only reason I approached it as a stealth non-combat game was because I knew the pedigree. If I came yeah. to this blind, like. I don't know what I would have done, but I wouldn't have so strictly adhered to a, a nonviolent playthrough. It worked out. I mean, it worked out for us because we well, both yeah. played through it in real different ways mm-hmm. for this playthrough. And I like that you like the game enough to where, like, you know, in a couple of years, maybe you'll give it a shot. Oh, yeah. And, you know, in a more murdery uh, playthrough. <laughs> but the, uh, yeah, I don't know if, that, if that's, I mean, it's advertised as a stealth game. Mm-hmm. The, uh, the They did do a good job with the marketing. Like, I followed this. You know, I don't stoke game boners generally, but this is one of the few games because I had that PAX experience. I really, you know, stoked the shit out of a game boner and the uh, watched all the marketing materials. And they were themed around different play styles. So it would be like stealth would be the name of the trailer, and it would show how you do that. And then it would be like chaos would be the name of a trailer, and mm-hmm. it would show off that kind of aspect. So in marketing... You know, they they did try to communicate that like all the different facets of the game. However, you know, marketing is easy and good to ignore. Yeah. You know, traditionally, like you want to ignore commercials. Yeah. I think so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 I don't know. I, just a stray observation. Like I, I know that's yeah. why I did it, but uh, you know, even though I just came to a blind like on a Steam sale, like I'm sure a lot of people are now. You know. Yeah, and people probably did. People who are just playing it now on, on Steam probably are sneaking around too because the game, yeah. you know, it supports it and tells you yep. about it too. You know, yeah. so it's all it's all good. Yeah, it is all an option as we we point out multiple yeah. times. What's Ryan say? Um, Ryan says via contact. I just bought the game recently, and while I'm not very far, I'm loving nearly everything about it. My favorite aspect, though, is that I'm trying to play stealthily, but when I get noticed, it's not an automatic game over or an arduous pain in the ass to deal with. I love stealth games, but too many of them become incredibly anti-fun when you get spotted. Metal Gear Solid is great, but after getting caught, I could only punch-punch spin kick so many assholes (laughs) before my love of Jean-Claude Van Damme-esque hijinks gave out. I didn't feel like a super spy in those moments. In Dishonor, though, some of my favorite parts have occurred when I've just been discovered and I have to use my abilities to distract and escape the guards or fight fight my way out of a situation. Just like the best part of every heist movie is when the master plan goes awry and George Clooney has to kick his douchey smirk into overdrive (laughs) and improvise, organically overcoming my mistakes rather than starting over was really fun. I'll take a bad ending any day if it means less saves coming. Yeah. Um, That kind of plays into that that theming, like even in the story, like plans going awry. 
mm-hmm. you know, that's the the whole thing with uh, the Havelock. Yeah. You know? So. Yep. So uh, Ryan is somebody who wrote in earlier. He's the uh, the composer um, who oh, mentioned yeah. something in, something before. I, I feel real bad because like I we, we you know we don't really have an opportunity to hit the whole thing. I'm saving it for a time when we can do it just fun and. But uh, mm-hmm. he has some good question for, questions for us. So Ryan, I am not ignoring that part of your message. It is saved away in a special note for a time when we can address it. Is uh. It does it have anything to do with the fact that Dishonored has the worst ending credit song? Uh, it's so like bad. Sense, sense Indigo Prophecies. It is. That song is so fucking stupid. Yeah, it's, it's just like the, the old yeah. early 2000 like male evanescence, you know? <laughs> yep. Like, no, uh, no. It's uh, um, I, I don't know what I would be more uh, more offended by that or the fact that Silent Hill Downpour ends with a corn song. Oh, great. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I know, right? Builds faith. <laughs> what, what am I, I I can't remember who said it and I I forgive me for forgetting it, but the Indigo Prophecy episode, which is one of my favorite episodes of Watch Out for Fireballs we've ever done, <laughs> yeah. also had my favorite all time listener comment, at least in my mind right now. Is and it wasn't it wasn't we didn't read it in the extra episode, but somebody on Facebook I was complaining about Indigo Prophecy and said, Don't worry, there's a theory of a dead man song at the end. <laughs> and that's so fucking funny to me. Like yeah. <laughs> don't worry. You, you I know you hate this now, but you get that there's your just reward. I think you hate it now, wait till you drive it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. One of my all time favorite comments. So whoever said that, I can't yeah. I can't remember but thank you for making me laugh out loud <laughs> um, what is good friend and a bonfire side chat uh recipient and birthday girl oh. as of the time of this recording yeah Vivian's birthday today happy birthday vivian happy birthday thank you so yeah. much for being born yeah yeah thank, thank you for being born uh what does she say cole well vivian says i kind of like the fact that designer does uh does a choice without allowing you to be lawful good and agree vehemently with the article one of you linked on Facebook many moons ago, suggesting that the bad ending most powerful m- most powerfully reinforces the themes of the game. Lady Lo- uh, Lady Boyle's Last Party is one of my favorite levels in, in uh, current slash last gen game, and pretty much sealed the deal uh, on that idea for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, don't, I don't remember. I, I posted the Aaron single thing, but yeah. I think I don't. He doesn't say that. I think that's what I've been saying. Yeah. So I, I posted an article. Like, I'm not trying to take credit for it as an original mm-hmm. observation, but I think yeah. that's what you're referring to. Yeah. It's just me ranting about that. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. yeah. L- Lady Boils. Like, <laughs> mm-hmm. so good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, boy, finally, Boils for her. Um, <laughs> Murph Murphy says via Facebook, I think the moral axis in Dishonored isn't good slash evil. It's how subtle do you want to be when you screw over the common folk? <laughs> you can just kill them outright or ruin their lives from the shadows. Corvo isn't a force for anything but change. Mm-hmm. He's almost a robot in morality and appearance. I didn't do the good assassination options because I wanted to be a white knight. I did it because it would make things easier later. <laughs> I thought it was a narrative failing in the game that you can sneak away from the head of the assassins. That guy killed your empress slash implied lover and kidnapped your implied child. Mm-hmm. Also, why would killing a secret group of assassins in an abandoned waterlogged section of the city necessitate increased security in the nice part of the city? They're amoral mercenaries with powers from the devil, by, and by existing, they cause chaos. Yeah. So we didn't mention it, but the there is a nonviolent way to deal with doubt, and that mm-hmm. is to ghost your way in and steal his key, and it's implied that he kills himself because he knows exactly what you could have done to him. Yeah. 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 yeah, we, yeah I guess we, uh, we did forget. I don't know if I've ever done that, and that might be yeah. why. I, it's just so tough. Like, I tried yeah. to do it, but, like, I, I didn't want to. At that point, <laughs> I was going to beat it in one day, yeah. and I didn't want to save scum it that much. Yeah. 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 It doesn't, it doesn't bother me that you can sneak up on sneak up on them. And especially if, if Murph, if you haven't played the DLC, they're weakened at this point, and you see 
evidence of that everywhere. Right. So, like, they have just recently been attacked. That gets elaborated on. But the full force isn't here. You know, he's not at his best. And that's something they do explain, and I do believe, the you know, it was Dishonored was made with that DLC in mind, with that as a thing. So that doesn't really bother me narratively. Yeah. Um, and then the same, you know, killing people who are bad, uh, you're always killing people who are bad. Right. So why doesn't that lighten chaos? Like killing, you know, <laughs> the assassins are no worse or, you know, more chaos causing than the overseers, mm-hmm. you know, who are kidnapping children and, and you know, like the, like everyone is bad. So the, uh, the the very act of killing is causing causing more problems because it's, you know, contributing to yeah. to the, the downfall of it. Like it's like a like I said, it's like a moral weather. Yeah. You know, it's fueling the rats. Yeah. Yeah. Fueling, and it's uh, literally fueling the rats. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, but yeah, no, I, I, I any, it, it's it, yeah, I don't know mm-hmm. that it's open. I, I'm just, I'm just babbling right now. I just, uh, I, I'm glowing with love for this game. Yeah, but yeah, it's I, I will see what uh, what Spanner X says via something awful, uh, which he may or may not disagree with us. Oh wait, he agrees with us. God, I love Dishonored. <laughs> the slightly stylized animations are perfect, provided by Quantic Dream. Um, I love the sound quality, and I really should be playing it on my surround sound system in the rec room. Haven't finished it yet. Bought it super cheap at Target about two months ago on a whim. It was $9 for a new copy. I've seen worse and older games going for more than that. Anyway, I've missed a whole lot of things in this game and really should finish it, but I can't wait to hear your thoughts on it. Well, thank you, Spanner. I'm yeah, very thanks. happy. Yeah, and, uh, you know, however you get it, by hook or by crook, this is a good, a good game to have played. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Agreed there. Yes. And, you know, this comment was a couple weeks ago, so hopefully you finished it by now and you can listen to this with, uh, without an aversion to being spoiled. Yeah, agreed. Yeah. Um, I also like the idea when you talk about the animations. Just a, a nice little point I want I want to throw out is that the uh, the the way that um, the world kind of contributes to. So if these guys just had machine guns, that's another problem with stealth games. Mm-hmm. Like in Metal Gear, if you get caught, it's often too deadly too quickly too. Yeah. But the fact that these guys have these flintlock pistols mean that they have to you know kind of take the time to aim them. Yeah. You know, like they're not as accurate, and uh, I like that a lot as well too. Like they have to telegraph their their attacks. Like they're, you know, they're gone. Everyone announces when they're going to shoot. And I don't think that's just, you know, dissonance. I think that's because it's kind of dangerous mm-hmm. to shoot these kind of guns in the way that they, they actually are. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's that's a nice little bit of the, like the I'm lining up a shot animation is something I like yeah. a lot in this game. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And then uh, Taiko Selchu uh, says, finally, uh, via something awful, the best way to play Dishonored is without quick saves. You'll get into way more crazy situations and find yourself using more powers in far more interesting combinations if you have to constantly rely on your skills rather than your quick load to get you out of a tight spot. So, having talked through all of this, I think the ideal playthrough of Dishonored would be attempting to stealth, but Benny hilling your way into awful situations such that it ends up being high chaos anyway. Yep. <laughs> Yeah, and it's and the the uh, and it's kind of the the chaos uh, threshold is not quite low enough for that. Mm-hmm. Like if you're you know trying not to kill people but fail you know ended up killing people, mm-hmm. I still didn't get high chaos. Okay, in the, in the game, like it's you know twenty percent is pretty pretty generous. When pretty you, high. You know, yeah, look at, like if there's sixty people in a level on average, considering how you know, populated the world is, yeah, yeah, you can leave twelve. You know, you kill twelve of them and still be okay. Yeah, you know, so it's a uh, it's not that big a deal. But I would like it if it was a little bit more unforgiving. You're more likely to get uh, high chaos. And we talked about like we talk about mostly when in uh, Bonfire Said Chat and Souls games. Like I like a slippery slope in a game. <laughs> you know, I like a, I like a oh this is you know unless I mean except for when I don't like it. But uh, I like it you know thematically as a, oh the more that this gets you know fucks you the harder it fucks you. Yeah, is <laughs> something that I, I I appreciate in a game. 
yeah. when it comes to uh, difficulty tropes and stuff. Again, you know, once you uh, once you start ordering people killed to get your way, everything else is just details. Yeah, yeah, the compromise. Yeah, is life worth living? So, cool. um, yeah. yeah. So that's been everything. Thank you, everybody, for uh, for responding. Yeah, yeah, and and as a uh, you know, again, thank you for giving me the opportunity to uh, to play this game. <laughs> yeah. So, well, uh, <laughs> thank you. Uh, I, I forget. I think I might have picked this actually, like when, when we had the wolf discussion. So, thank you, me, for deciding to actually play this game. <laughs> yeah, I, I appreciate it. Like the, yeah. uh, you know, I'm, I'm glad that, uh, you know, it, and not even like not that I would not have been interested in other things that you picked. Mm-hmm. The other thing that you picked is less of a, a Gary safe bet. Like it's mm-hmm. something I'm like I'm gonna like. It's gonna it's a genre I enjoy, mm-hmm. but it's less of a you know guaranteed thing than this. But uh, I'm glad. And and again, I, I mentioned this off mic, but I'm really glad you liked it because <laughs> this would have been a very different episode if I like came out of this with my opinion <laughs> of it, and you were just like, no, it fell flat. Like I yeah. got frustrated, and, and it was just like, well, well, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. No. No. <laughs> if you want if you want to have that happen, go on the level. Everybody on the level hates this game. <laughs> yeah. Dennis brought it up as an example of of something negative uh, on the <laughs> check it out comrade episode. He's going to be on. In the future and uh yeah he he really doesn't like it but yeah yeah maybe uh you know maybe i'm not saying listening to this will change his mind but maybe <laughs> it will articulate a way of looking at it that'll make him you know yeah. make him you know understand why people do yeah so uh, everybody do- else does too like everybody else <laughs> yeah. like this is this is a really unanimous response too that's interesting yeah yeah huh. you, usually we're at least a little bit divided but everybody said stuff that kind of resembled each other yeah, and it's just yeah. that, like his his point on the check it out comrade was just that like the guards give up too easily, huh. like that he was talking about uh, Sir you're being hunted, and he said uh, uh, yeah. you know spoilers for check it out comrade. There's a Sir you'll being hunted episode <laughs> in the future, um, but he he was saying how uh, you know you toss a grenade and then the guards you know eventually decide it's a rat. Mm-hmm. you know at some point and that yeah. was that was what he he disliked about it but it's it, you know. that is a goofy thing i don't know yeah. if it's the goofiest thing you could dislike about it yeah i yeah. don't know i mean it also just feels like video game yeah to me you know like that's i i get why that's frustrating mm-hmm. i think that you know stealth games where there isn't a degree of that you know that kind of hand waving and in, in service of gameplay yeah is a little bit you know, frustrating so <laughs> so psychoanalyzing dennis he also really loves splinter cell like an awful lot so yeah, his, his thre- cells are very his, different. Yeah, his experience. his threshold for like really hard stealth is higher. Yeah, I think so yeah. too. Which so. makes sense, and I can appreciate that too. Like yeah. I like uh, I like Splinter Cell. Yeah. As far as like the stealth gameplay, I end up liking Splinter Cell more than Metal Gears that aren't Metal Gear Three. Yeah. I think I just like, I like the the weird meta nonsense in Metal Gears. Yeah, there, there are a lot of games I like less than Metal Gear Solid Three. Yeah, that's that's true with me as well. <laughs> um, yep. The uh, do, do yeah. we want to say what the next Wolf game is? Um, sure. Yeah, so uh, it's coming up in uh, in in March. But uh, mm-hmm. uh, this was another one, another one of my picks. Uh, so mm-hmm. I'm sorry to do them in uh, two two games in a row. People have been clamoring for this for a little while, um, but yeah. uh, but uh, we're we're happy to finally satisfy this. Uh, Deadly Premonition, which yeah. uh, came out in 2011 and uh, was a budget game. It's available on everything now. You can get it on PC, uh, PlayStation 3, and Xbox. Uh, yeah. It is real good, real goofy, and it is a Twin Peaks pastiche, uh, and, and it's survival horror, which means that it is tailor made for me. And apparently, uh, two things about that. So one, um, the guy, the PC version apparently was pretty broken, but the guy who did DS fix for Dark Souls uh-huh. made a fix for it. So mm. you can, uh, if you get it on, don't be afraid of getting it on PC because um, it's fixed. And two, we have a special guest. Oh, we do? Episode. Has he committed yeah. to it? Oh, great. Uh, I love this. Yeah. yeah. So um, for the Deadly Premonition uh, episode, we are going to be joined by uh, Bob Mackey. Yes. Friend so, of the show. Friend of the show. Uh, uh, guested on, um, you know, uh, Bonfire Side Chat. Also the Gone Home, uh, Gone Home episode of The Level. And, yeah. uh, you know, karaoke nights. 
Yeah. So, and, and, you know, things happen. So yep. if Bob, if something is, you know, has come up since last time we talked about this, yep. the, uh, you know, we won't hold your feet to the fire. Mm-hmm. Uh, nobody will, but, uh, yeah. So that will be really fun. Cool. Because we love Bob and we love survival horror and it will be a real good episode. So yes. check out, look out for that in March. Yes. Watch out for deadly premonitions. Yeah. Yeah. Watch out for, mm. uh, showers. The owls are not what they seem. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Cool. And, uh, oh, uh, and do all the things. Do all the things. Facebook, uh, Amazon, um, you know, the main episode. Just go to the website and click around and you'll see stuff that we want you to do. It's designed mm-hmm. in such a way that that happens. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Uh, and if you have any comments about uh, about uh, Heroes of Might and Magic 3, there's still time for that. But otherwise, deleted scenes? Deleted scenes. Deleted scenes. Umbasa. <laughs> And this this area is really really cool because it's a maze of whale skeletons. Yep. Yeah. Yep, yep. Did you listen to that Radio Lab about like what happens to whale corpses on the on the uh, uh, bottom of the ocean floor? I don't, like, I, I, unless it's an old one, I it's I it's it's pretty old. Like it was a while back when I was listening to it, but uh, but just the idea that they turn into these ecosystems that oh, don't pop yeah. up anywhere. Yeah. 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 Yep. I, I have listened to that. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, yeah, seeing back, these here, good. Yeah. Back be, back before I fell out of love with Radio Lab. Yeah. So the, uh, before it uh, became, you have to have a broken brain to be talented. Or before it became, uh, Jad Abumrad had a kid, and now everything is about Kids. you know gentle music and like the wonder of life, as opposed to being like a hard. It's so it's frustrating because there used to be this balance, you know, like Robert uh-huh. Crowley was like, "There's got to be something. There's got to yeah. be a god," and and Jad Abumrad was like the voice of, of science, uh-huh. and now they're both just the second one. <laughs> <laughs> like everything is it's so fucking manipulative now. Like mm-hmm. every the episode they they did like a short episode about shit. Yep. About like what New York City's what happens in New York City's shit. Yeah. And they still were like, you know, the end of it was like and in the end, that's kind of beautiful. And then had the like, you know, the nice music come in and say, yeah. fuck you. Yeah. Fuck you. <laughs> like, not everything has to be like that. I don't need Upworthy for a podcast. Like, <laughs> quit it. Quit trying to inspire me. Quit yeah. trying to make me feel good. You goddamn assholes. I, I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll still listen to it because it's really well produced. And like, I learn facts. You just have to strip away the, the, that, the, the saccharin. It's harder. Even the production like feels more ham handed to me now. Mm. Like the, the big, the episode everyone loved, like four months, three days two years in the life of arrested development, whatever that like episode is about <laughs> abortion. Like there's so many about faces, like production mm-hmm. about faces in that. Yeah. Like I want to edit them all together. Like every single point in that episode <laughs> where it's like, we didn't think she was going to, or, you know, things were looking up. The doctor said she was good. And then I got a call at midnight and that <laughs> happens like multiple times. And track then, seven. You track know, Yeah. The, the, yeah. The production comes in the, you know sound pops in like mm-hmm. it it i see the strings way too much in that fucking show now yeah yeah like it just it makes me mad because i used to love it like yeah. it was like oh this is this american life for gary mm-hmm. like yeah. i don't I, love- and I, I i just got finished listening to all of them Bo, gary what G- gary you got so mad at radio lab that skype stopped working yeah <laughs> 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 what is that? Uh, is listening yeah <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> that's like well, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I just I just got finished listening to all of them, um, and I noticed yeah. that I noticed that shift too. Like when all of the shorts became about like here are recordings of kids. Yeah, the triumph of the human spirit. Yeah, I don't I don't need that anymore. Like quit pandering to me. Yeah, you know I just I don't I don't want to be manipulated that way. Yeah, inform me. Don't that, try to make me feel things. That episode about parasites was real good. Yeah, no, they they, they <laughs> yeah. do like good episodes. I like yeah. that one too. 
Mm-hmm. Um, they do like, but even like I listened to the most recent, the live one, mm-hmm. and talking about the extinction of the dinosaurs, and everything has to be, in a way, it's kind of beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> Every single thing has to end that way, no matter what it is, how tragic it is, it has to be kind of beautiful mm-hmm. in the end. And you know what? Like I don't. Mm. Yeah, but let, <laughs> let, me, let me draw my own conclusions. Like I can, I can find beauty in facts. Like I can yeah. make these own connections. I don't have to have these. I don't have to have them like you know circled in sharpie. Like exactly. here, here and, we go. Like you know, like, like like here's what's beautiful about like endings. Here's here's what's awesome about the way that the, the, that the dinosaurs ended. Like here's what's awe inspiring about science. Science is awe inspiring. Ergo, yeah. what you're saying is awe inspiring. Don't tell me that it's awe inspiring. Exactly. Like it used to be. Like there's there's episodes of Radiolab. Like I've talked about it before on the show that made me cry. Like the the one where the guy you know can't remember his wife. He has like only short term memory. Yeah, and the only thing he remembers from his old life is his wife, and they play the the audio of her visiting him, and like mm-hmm. just, you know, I cried in public listening to that. But I'm not going to cry about that abortion one because it's yeah. trying to make me cry. Yeah, like I'm too much of a contrarian for Radio Lab now. <laughs> you know, just let me let me feel on my own. Like I trust me, I know how to do it. I've been doing it for a long time. <laughs> I don't need you to play sad strings and hopeful yeah. harps every time something is supposed to make me feel away. Yeah, like ooh ooh. Robert anyway, Crawlwitch is good though. I like him. Yeah, he's he's a real goofball. He's yeah. got a real uncle voice. Yep. Like I, I like his uncle voice. Yeah. A lot, but mm. yeah. Anyway, moving, anyway, moving on. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, yeah. <laughs> Robert Crawlwitch <laughs> is an abomination, and he's trying to eat Ad Appenrod, and you have to free Ad Appenrod. So. Free Ad Appenrod. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, right, so do you want me to do a clean entrance on that so we can uh, so we can get back out of it? Uh, sure. Yeah, that, that'll be extra soda. I don't want that. And that's when I realized that Granny Rags was really kind of beautiful. We can make something out of that, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then we had a white elephant gift exchange, um, but it was beverages, like booze. Oh. So I ended up... I, at first, I got a bottle of like really nice single single barrel like bourbon. I was like, I'm gonna love it and hold it and cherish it forever, or at least for the week it takes me to drink it. And <laughs> something like t- that's gonna get stolen now. Yeah, yeah, like that, that got stolen like right away. So I ended up. Did you with end my... up with like a like a shopping bag full of Pruno? In the end, <laughs> yeah, no, <laughs> no. I, I might as I might as well have. That would have been a, a more interesting story. <laughs> the, the The punchline of the story is really just hinges on you knowing how much I hate white wine. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah yeah so so yeah <laughs> so 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 you can laugh if you know that i hate white wine but i got white mm. wine so i'm taking it home to my mom yeah who loves white wine it's not so. uh not wasted at the very least yep yeah and like what what the fuck am i gonna do with a bottle of wine <laughs> yeah yeah I, I wouldn't i don't i don't like wine yeah uh kind of remotely so. yeah sick it's the sickest i ever get yeah or i've ever gotten which keeps me away from it gold this is gonna rocket us into the ice stratosphere oh cut and print high five stp stp <laughs> all right we can cut that <laughs> improv <All right. laughs> cool um yeah let's do it uh sex just type re- 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 sex type thing that is that is plush yeah, yeah. <laughs> very good yeah, uh, yeah. 